Arizona, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset, brought to you by Collins Comfort, AC and Plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals, 4 o'clock reset. And away we go with the 4 o'clock reset here on the Burns and Gambo show, lots of coaching news today, but the Suns are in action tonight as well, we've got some college basketball to talk about, a lot to get to, so let's roll up our sleeves and get to work. Today is reportedly the day the Cardinals will interview Sean Payton for head coach. In fact, there's nothing reported about it. I'm looking at Cameron Cox's Twitter account. He is with Channel 12. He's got footage of Sean Payton arriving. He's tweeted out a photo of Sean Payton and Michael Bidwell departing the facility. Gambo, Sean Payton is interviewing for the Cardinals job today, and it would appear, based off of some of the reports going on around the rest of the NFL, it might be the Cardinals are bust when it comes to Sean Payton if he wants to be a coach. Oh, there it is. Cameron Cox with the with the photo of the two of them together. Michael Bidwell and Sean Payton looking at that now, okay? Listen, yeah. I, I think, you know, there was a lot of talk over the last couple of days, like, oh, there's nothing left. He's going to have to go back to Fox. There's no jobs out there. Well, now that uh, some of the big names have been taken off the board for the Arizona Cardinals, not that he's a fallback plan. He never would have been. But why not? Why not Sean Payton in the Arizona Cardinals? Why not make that happen? Yeah, no, the only reason why not, one, would be money, and and that's not an issue for you and me. That's Michael's money. If he's got it, he should pay it. Now, of course, he's you know got Cliff that he still has to pay. The other is draft pick compensation, and, and it's will the Saints budge? Have the Saints budge? Do, do the Saints realize that they might not get the haul they thought they were going to get for Sean Payton, and they need to kind of recalibrate their expectations a little bit? Those are the two big reasons why not, but it does seem as if they've spent most of the day with each other. We'll see what happens with that. Now, one of the names the Cardinals were linked to was swooped up today. Carolina Panthers hired Frank Reich as their new head coach. Yes. One of the other names the Cardinals were linked to, Dan Quinn, has also been eliminated. He announced today that he is staying as defensive coordinator in Dallas. Yeah, Steve Wilkes, I thought he had a really good chance of getting that job, but they go to Frank Reich, who ironically was the very first quarterback in Carolina's history. He went 0-3 before he got replaced by Kerry Collins as the starting quarterback in Carolina. The big news is Dan Quinn, who had three teams that were very interested in him, and he's saying, I'm going to go back and I'm going to stay with Dallas, and then Kellen Moore, who didn't get the Carolina job, the OC, even though Dallas has fired like five coaches, they may be able to bring back both their offensive and defensive coordinators. The thing with Quinn, I can't get out of my head. Did he know he wasn't going to get any of the head coaching jobs, or does he know he's going to get the Dallas head coaching job a year from now? I mean, how or, or how could he... you know that? What if Mike McCarthy wins the Super Bowl next year? I, I, like, I, how I, could I, you I know that? <laughs> I, 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 you could couldn't. No, you couldn't know that. I just I'm trying to think in in my head why Dan Quinn would say no to being a head coach this year. It just doesn't. He had you know, a unless, second interview with the Cardinals. Unless, I know, unless none of those teams decided that they were going to hire him, and he kind of had a feeling that he was going to strike out on all three. It seems to me that you're better off being a head coach now than waiting for a gig that you might not get a year from now. Listen, I, he, like you said, though, if you don't think you're going to get any of those jobs, if you're being told you're not going to get any of those jobs. It's better to pull your name out of it so a lot so nobody really knows that and it looks like you just decided to stay instead of you not getting a job the NBA picked tonight's Suns game to be a part of Rivalry Week. It's been going on all week in the NBA with their nationally televised games. It's Suns-Mavs for the third time this season. DeAndre Ayton will make his return from that non-COVID illness as the Suns look to win their fifth straight game. Cam Johnson, he talked yesterday about the Mavs and the rivalry and how it feels a little different. 
Yeah, I think anytime somebody does that to you in a game seven on your home court, you feel some type of way just as a competitor. Also, it is another game. Every game at NBA is a, is a fun opportunity. Is the way you got to look at it. It's always fun when the Suns and the Mavs get together. It brings back bad memories, but it's always fun when they get together. Yeah, there's no question. This Mavs team has really struggled defensively without Maxi Kleber and uh, they had Dorian Finney-Smith out for a long time. It's like, keep your eye on the Mavs. I think that you know they could trade Dorian Finney-Smith at the trade deadline next week, and I don't think that they are planning to win the championship this year. I'll go for it, but I think that their goal is to get to the offseason and try to spend money or and draft picks on a big-time player that could become available. Then, of course, I buried the lead. You've got the big news on the Suns, and that's about Devin Booker and a return that could happen very soon. Yeah, I'm hearing uh, today that, that he is expected back sometime next week. Now, they've got to evaluate him again. They've got a game against Toronto on Monday, Atlanta on Wednesday. Then they play back-to-back on the road, starting with the Celtics on Friday. So I would think he's going to be back for one of those games. I would sh- I would say it's probably more likely Atlanta on Wednesday because that's when they're scheduled to like evaluate him again. If everything goes good, they'll let him play in that game. If not, maybe it's the Celtics game on Friday. But I expect that next week, Devin Booker will be back in the Suns lineup. So another news from around the NFL, per Tom Palacero of the NFL Network with Frank Reich now head, hired as head coach in Carolina. Steve Wilkes does intend to coach elsewhere. There's a report that his lawyer has issued a statement that he's not very pleased he didn't get the job in Carolina. But obviously finishing with a 6-6 six and six record with that team and getting them on the doorstep of getting into the playoffs, you would assume Wilkes would be a sought-after commodity. But there's this suggestion kind of lingering that maybe he wasn't happy about not getting the head coaching job in Carolina and might be prepared to do something about that, depending. Like what? Like a lawsuit, possibly. I don't know for sure. I'm just oh, I'm looking at a statement from Brian Flores and Steve Wilkes's lawyer. Quote, oh, wow. we are shocked and disturbed after the incredible job Coach Wilkes did as the interim coach, including bringing the team into playoff contention and garnering the support of the players and fans that he was passed over for the head coaching position by David Tepper. There is a legitimate race problem in the NFL, and we can assure you we will have more to say in the coming days. Wow. I don't know what that means, wow. but that's the statement that was issued by Steve Wilkes' attorney. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and uh, Steve Wilkes' lawyer said there's a legitimate race problem in the NFL after they hired Frank Reich over. He did a good job. He did a good job. I thought he was going to get the head coaching job. I did. I thought he was going to get the head coaching job, and they decided to go with Frank Reich, an offensive guy over a defensive guy. Listen, make no mistake about this. Steve Wilkes is going to be a defensive coordinator in this league this year. He is a good defensive coordinator. He'll get hired, but I, it, it, it might be legitimate. He did a really good job, and the players all liked him, and, and, and a lot of them wanted him to stay on as coach. All right, meanwhile, from the NFL playoffs, Kyle Shanahan says today that Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell won't practice again today, but Debo Samuel will be limited in practice as well as they get ready to take on the Eagles. Christian McCaffrey, for what it's worth, Gambo says there is a zero chance he is not playing because of that calf injury. Yeah, I, I I would expect with him saying that that he's you know not practicing but planning on playing. I mean he's got a calf injury. You'll heal it. You'll you'll do work on it. You'll get treatment on it. And you'll do everything you can to make sure that you're good to go. And and part of that is not practicing on a day like today. Patrick Mahomes felt his first practice with an ankle injury went, quote, better than he expected, close quote. Obviously, we're all watching that ankle closely, Gambo, to see how it does. Yeah, can he pivot? Can he throw the deep ball on it? Can he run outside the pocket? Can he cut on it? 
you know, seeing him walk away from a press conference, you may be like, oh, look, he looks pretty good. But that is that that is nothing to do with nothing. how he plays in a football game. Both U of A and ASU men's basketball in action late tonight. Both are up in the state of Washington. Sixth ranked U of A is taking on Washington State. The Sun Devils are taking on the Washington Huskies. We'll have the ASU Washington game for you on the Arizona Sports app and ESPN 620. We're kind of going into a tenuous time for ASU men's basketball. They need wins. They need to stay off this bubble. That was not a good homestand for them losing both games to the to the California schools, UCLA and USC. Um, they, they fought hard against UCLA, gave it a great game, but then got blown out by USC. They're definitely a bubble team right now, and yeah, they're going to have to start winning some, you know, some games, especially some of these road games, or they're going to find themselves needing to do some damage in the Pac-12 tournament. And then quickly, some storylines from the Western Conference in the NBA. Anthony Davis returned for the Lakers off the bench last night. Steph Curry got ejected against Memphis. Throwing that mouthpiece. Did you see that that mouthpiece? Oh, I saw that. He was pissed. He threw that mouthpiece. Why are you kicking me out of the game? AD coming back was interesting off the bench. That's the only game they expect that he's going to be off the bench. They expect he'll start their, uh, their next game. I'm telling you, the Warriors and the Grizzlies are turning into a nice little rivalry right there. That, those two teams do not like each other. They do not Damian, like each other. They do not. And then finally Damian Lillard just needed 29 shot attempts and 10 free throw attempts to score 60 last night. That puts him in very elite company. Only two other players, Carl Malone in 1990 and James Harden in 2019, have reached 60 points on fewer shot attempts than the 29 that Dame Lillard yeah, only, last night. Only, very impressive. Only one player has scored 60 with fewer than 10 free throw attempts. That was Rick Barry, who they didn't want to put on a free throw line because he had that underhand free throw. Yep. That was uh, really good. Hey, I want to mention one more thing real quick. Um, Don Ketchum, one of the former, one of the first Diamondback beat writers for the Arizona Republic, sadly passed away today. I saw that yeah. from a Bob McManaman tweet earlier this morning, and I know Kent Summers now on Twitter has a story up at AZ Central about catch. And, and for those of us who have been in the industry a long time, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm seeing a picture of Don Ketchum. And, man, I haven't seen Don in a long, long time. Uh, our condolences to his family. Um, for 45 years, he covered sports at the Republic, the Gazette, the Arizona Interscholastic Association. Um, he catches somebody I think we all knew in this industry for all the years that we've been in it, and we certainly express our condolences to yeah, his family. Yeah, sad story to lose one of the one of the uh, one of the original ones. Yes, and he was still actually covering some high school sports to this day. He was sixty nine years old, so tough loss. That is absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up.